still trying. Art of Giving Up, your podcast for giving up bad days, bad ways, unfortunate habits, bad friends, bad relationships, bad food, bad tacos, bad days, bad weather, bad everything, because life sucks sometimes. And as always, I'm your host, Steven, and I want to thank you, yes, you for joining me on what? My journey of self-discovery, of improvement, and of growth. Now, I know that I spent the last episode with the amazing, the indomitable, Christina Ortiz, and it feels really good to be joined by people. It feels good to not be alone. And I do too much of that on this on this podcast. And I spent a lot of time talking about how I want to have guests and I want to do things. And so I found someone sad enough, pitiful enough, someone with less of a life than me who's willing to join me. Alright, everybody, I want that's right, I want a round of applause. That's right, for the awesome, the amazing, the not-so-funly, Chandler, oh yeah, whose last name I don't know. Oh, oh thank you so much, James. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's a no, it's Steven. Don't forget, oh, I go oh, by my middle name. It's it. You ruined it. Fuck, I ruined it's the game whole... Over. I'm it's sorry. It's over. I it's game over. I ruined the whole thing. You ruined it. You're, you're a ruiner. Ah. So this is the whiskey. No, I don't know. Hold on. I, I just want people who are listening to this know because I actually have tens of listeners, <laughs> maybe sometimes hundreds. You have like half a legion. <laughs> Mostly, I have tens. I make sure I'm checking to make sure I'm recording because I've done that before. <laughs> 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 no, I think that's that's pretty bad. Um, so usually, I uh, I I try to keep it clean when I'm by myself. Because when you're by yourself, it's kind of weird to be cursing up a storm. But if you're not aware, this is the whiskey cask. Cask. Cast. Cast. Where we've been drinking for a bit. And we're drinking now. And we're going to talk like like, we, like always do. Like good old sailors. But, <laughs> you know, this is still the same kind of thing there. And I just, you know, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> So we're going to take our little glasses. Where's your glass? We're going to clink, clink. Clink. Okay. A little there bit we of go. clink. We're doing uh, some John L. Sullivan. Ooh, classic right. Irish whiskey. Now. Ooh, down the mm. hatch. In an unclassic way, in an untraditional way, but it's okay. Because wow. they, they can't see it. And they don't know. Can I tell them? <laughs> they should probably know. <laughs> they should know. Okay. Well, you see, sometimes when a daddy doesn't have his whiskey stones... And the mommy won't go out to get the whiskey stone. <laughs> and they love each other very much. <laughs> and the, so, by the way, the daddy can be any kind of daddy. Yeah, you know, sugar daddy, yeah. um, non bi whatever, whatever you're, whatever. We're not a <laughs> no gender or anything here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're using mangoes as whiskey stones because you know it won't water down the drink. But you know what though. It's not bad. It's kind of working. It's, it's not making it taste like mango. I'm surprised. It's not. If anything, it's just kind of giving like a nice little cheery blast of color to the I to like the glass. It. I think I might be done with this. This might be the new thing. We should make this the thing. We'll start doing like frozen blueberries. Frozen. Fr- I've done that because the blueberries don't leak the juice or anything, and they're just cold and small. Wait, blueberries don't leak the. Ju- I they figure don't. of any berries nope. to leak juice. Nope. Blueberries would be number one. Nope. Most want it. Nope. Wow. Wow. All right. So good for blueberries, this man. Is the thing. All right. Because you're new here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is the thing that you know, kind of do. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about stuff, and the thing is, is that like I work with you now. This is kind of a thing. I kind of work with you, but I don't really know you. We work. We work moderately yeah, together. We work. We work in the same company, but like we're owned by the same people. Yeah, and <laughs> we're on the same block. 
That too. It, but <laughs> we were not working together. But here's the thing. I don't know you. You could be the worst. You can make the bad spaghetti. I don't know. I could wear skins as a hobby, but you'd have you no idea. I have no idea. So I could just have like a closet full of furries and you'd, you'd just be in the dark. I'd be, I'd be pretty aroused. Um, <laughs> but so here's the, the, your defining characteristic other than your shitty hair is the fact that you are kind of a comedian. Okay. Yeah. The hair is part of the brand, you okay, see. I feel it. The shitty hair conveys me being a shitty comedian. <laughs> I'm actually kind of upset right now because I feel like your mic sounds better than mine. I don't know what's going on. I just know how to project my voice. Shit. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's what you do now, kind of. You're a comedian and you sell liquor, right? I'm a comedian who sells liquor. Yes. I drink and I know things. So I want you to tell me something. I'm curious about you being a comedian. Why do you think you're funny? <laughs> what inspired you to, to to take this time to be the comical? Uh, well, honestly, it comes down to just I think the 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 main philosophy of life just breaks down to the same joke formula over and over. It's like you build up these expectations for some outcome, and <laughs> and then nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> And just like if if that's not a philosophy for for life and human development and like society and nature, it's just that's the that's the classic equation it comes down to is oh you think this is going to end up this way? <laughs> hold on, hold you, on. you don't know the punchline yet. I gotta get the I gotta get the vibe right. Okay, mm-hmm. so oof, that was that was loud. I'm about to mess with my thing here. Ooh, that sounds much better. Ooh. Oh, no. you start yeah, twisting knobs, twist you find knobs, right? <laughs> um, my whole thing is definitely that I, in addition to sucking, try really hard to be positive. I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not doing good at it. But you're putting in the effort. I'm putting in the effort. That's that's tough enough as it is. Is it really? To be positive? Yeah. You got to know which side of the coin you're on all the time. You know, I I don't know if you know this, but I suck at things. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. You mean the host of The Art of Giving Up isn't just uh, naturally gifted at all things? No, 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 no. That's why, you know. All right. I, I mean, obviously, you know, I work where I work, you know, so... I mean, yeah, I'm just not... I feel like that's a that's a backhanded dig at me. <laughs> not at all. Okay, because you work at the successful business. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You're I, right. Our shop is the one that actually makes money. Yeah, I work at the place that does nothing but lose money. Well, that's not true. You guys do a damn good sandwich. Yeah, but you know, I mean, a damn good sandwich doesn't pay the rent, so. In my in my joke book, it does. Well, it's unfortunate your jokes aren't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, so here's the th- here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, that's why I sound different. Because normally I talk into the mic like this. Because I'm by myself. And I'm or talking you're talking to a, to a girl, yeah, and you're really you know. trying to lay on the sauce. You're gonna get me fucking murdered. <laughs> Jesus, freaking. Is the savior of all things holy. Might have to make you do some actual editing. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. I'm not editing nothing. You know, right? you know, here's, all right. So the thing is, is that I don't want this to be. Obviously, it's not two white guys talking to Mike. So thank the Lord. Wait, shit. No one told me. <laughs> no. But normally, I don't know. Ooh, ooh, oh. So normally, I tend to have a woman on because I'm a male. Okay, but I think that having a person like you, who is a Caucasian person, <laughs> all right, uh-huh. the Caucasity that exists <laughs> in this room right now, you know, who also I think is a, uh, I'm scared, I don't know what to say, who is uh, of the, who you want to say of the, the tribe, true, the tribe, the true, <laughs> the tribe of Israel, you know, that's a really roundabout way of saying he's Jewish, <laughs> right? So. 
you know, I feel like we still have some minorities going on here. We we got some perspectives. You know, have some perspectives. Yeah, we're not okay. we're not completely the hegemony quite yet. No, not not quite. Not that I know what that means. I don't know what the I don't know what that means. What is that? Do, I, should I mansplain it to you? Do. I would appreciate it. It's the uh it's the dominant ruling party or demographic. So like in America, that would be waspy old white males. Who are actually becoming not the majority in, like, the next ten years. But mm, they have all the power. You can't tell them that. Or else then, <laughs> like, they'll start actually freaking out. You can't tell old white people that they're <laughs> they're not going to be the majority. I don't know if you know this, but Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez is going around raping all their children. Like... <laughs> See, it's just what they expect. It's just what we expect. <laughs> I know. It's just like... No, actually, I've come to this, like, weird thing where, like, I've come to the understanding that I'm going to talk sultry, yeah. That AOC... This is crazy, is that this is... It's not like a new new uh, web developer. <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, okay, all right. You know, who is a freshman uh, congresswoman. Which, by the way, isn't the whole, like, freshman congress... Like that—that's kind of belittling. But you don't know what? you think the, the, way, the way they do it is because usually they stay there for a long time, you know. <laughs> and once they're in a seat, it's really hard to unseat them, especially because. Does that mean we can start calling the people who've been there for way too long super seniors? <laughs> Good. <laughs> We're just like you've outstayed your welcome. <laughs> just fucking graduate right, already. Right. You, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Is that they're women and they're people of color, so they're freshmen. That's it, you know. Right. So they don't know anything yet. Yeah, they don't know anything. <laughs> but do the people who are there know anything? <laughs> they, you know. And this is the thing. It's the misnomer, right? Because the people who are there don't know anything. And I don't think AOC is a genius. I'm not going to pretend that I think Alexandra Ocasio Cortez, who is a bartender, is a genius because she's not. But guess what? Those freaking old white people who are there are also not geniuses. Nah. You know, and just because some of them went to law school doesn't make them better or more knowledgeable or anything like that. And unfortunately for the WIPO, you know, so we don't get zucked, you know, for the WIPO that are inside of, you Wait, know. what's the WIPO? Oh, all right. All Hold right. on, we're break, gonna, break we're that gonna, We're going to take, take a little thing. So when you're on, like, Facebook and stuff, right, mm-hmm. you can't talk derogatorily about Caucasian people because you will get banned from Facebook temporarily, maybe for a day or two. So what people have done in these uh, leftist groups, people, the POC, the people of color, is they've started to change the wording. So instead of writing the word white, they would write W-Y-T-E, right? Or WIPO, white people. Okay. You know, I follow because it 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 sh- it shakes the algorithm and they don't get banned. It has nothing to do with like gender identification of white people to change the like I to a Y. No, it's just just just. I mean, that would be nice, but I mean, you know, that, but they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't. You know? <laughs> no. Wait, no. you mean these leftist liberal groups wouldn't acknowledge gender fluidity? Maybe I don't, I don't know. know, but you know what? Hold on. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. All right, you know what? I'm gonna say because I'm a I'm a leftist person, but as I've discovered, I mean I'm left-handed, so you know. Well, so that means that you are different. I was gonna use a different word, but we don't use those words anymore. <laughs> um, we don't use those words anymore. Um, is pagan the word you're thinking of? Uh, is, is paganism uh... and heathenry are, defi- are defined as blanket terms that are that are applied to people who worship any non-Abrahamic religion. Yeah, that probably fits. That is true. Uh, people that are heathens... I mean, I appropriate, like, easily 15 different you really religions. Like, I used to be totally into the, the pagan Wiccan thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, heathens came from the heaths, which are people from the, like... The heath brews, right? The heath... Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know... Listen... I'm I'm scared. I don't want to sound anti-Semitic. Oh. <laughs> so I don't want to. That's just as bad as starting a sentence going not to be racist, but no, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to say I don't want to be anti-Semitic, but I don't understand what that is because I'm not trying to. I want to. I want to just nod and pretend like I understand. 
<laughs> what anti-Semitism is? No, what you said, you said some word I didn't understand. And I just want to nod and be like, yeah, I completely agree with you. Because I don't want to seem anti-Semitic, but I just don't know. Wait, wait which word? The I don't know, you said some Hebrews? word. Hebrews? Yeah, what is it? It's he- just a play on, you know, the Hebrews uh, being... Okay, so the, I guess if you use it in a derogatory sense, Hebrew is uh, a, a, a slur, but like it's just the language. That's all it is. It's the language. So, like, if you define a person by the language they speak, I guess that's inherently uh, racist. Like the English? Yeah. Like the, well, unless you're from England, I guess then you'd be Anglo. You. Uh, I'm suddenly I don't Anglo-Saxon Anglo because that's like the the tribe of people that make up the British or the the whatever the fuck they call that island. So calling the English the English is it's not right. I don't. Well, you see, if you call it's still the the name of their country so i guess it's an interchangeable like there's there's a gray area an english gray area it's like jew and jew yeah like how much pepper you put on it <laughs> it's how, about, much, how much pepper it's about the pepper <laughs> pepper you put too much pepper on it then you it's know. then it's way too spicy cuz you're just like you know it's just like oh my friend channel is a jew or it's like oh my friend channel is a jew yeah it's just like where what octave do you drop <laughs> how deep it goes it's like jew or jew and it's like oh the jews you know they're crazy <laughs> or just oh the jews they're... <laughs> hold on <laughs> again i think you know i think that people might get confused Chandler's my Jewish friend, so it's okay that I say these things. Well, I should I should also like put a disclaimer out that like so that the Jewish people don't think I'm a representative of them. I <laughs> well, guys, I'm I'm not. <laughs> Eat a lot of pork and seafood, do you? Oh hell, dude! Pork belly and scallops are like my go-to every day, every fucking day. It's fried up. Fried up on top of some uh, some fried rice. I don't eat meat, so I can't say anything about that. Oh, well, fish doesn't count as meat. It does. You're killing animals. You're such a bad person. No, fish are... They, they don't understand. They don't get it. They're not... They're like... You get. You know. Fish don't don't count. Sounds like what... Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't say these things. I can't say these things. I don't know. I want to bring out the worst parts of you. It's not really the worst. It's it's not really the worst. I just feel like this is the kind of things that white people would say like 10, 15, 10, 5, 2 years this year is like, you know, black people don't, they don't feel anything. They're not really people. They're not people. (laughs) You know, I was actually accused once of making everything racial. Okay. I'm gonna get serious for a second. I'm gonna get serious. I'm gonna pull out Dave Chappelle. I'm gonna, I'm, right. I'm gonna pull out a cigarette. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up a stool. And put on my serious face you for know? this one. <laughs> you know, I did not know that racism was a thing. I swear for so long, because hold on, don't because I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood. So the only shitty people that I saw were black people. Being racist? Be, no, being just terrible. There uh, were I lived in a, I lived in when I grew up. I grew up in Harlem, right? When I was younger, until September twelfth, two thousand one. That's a whole story upon itself. Okay, that, uh, that's a loaded date. That's a whole story. Yeah, that's a whole story. In I don't know if we have time to get into no, that. We might not. There's a whole story about that. But um, but like I grew up in a predominantly black area, right? And I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago. I didn't really have like the best perception of people of color, black people, because I grew up in a black neighborhood, son of black neighbor, black people with no white faces. But I saw a lot of people not doing anything, not progressing, not not having, I don't know, nothing. Everything sucked. Okay, but all you heard was white people this, white people this, white people this. But I saw no white faces holding us down. I saw, I felt no white boot on my throat, you know? So I I didn't think that, I don't know. I just thought that, like, 
it was over and that like black people were because st- I was young I thought black people were just stuck in some mindset of like you know, <laughs> you know but then I got older and I was like I realized like I experienced racism my entire life this is a thing that exists oh yeah you know I didn't realize this and so people are like oh they're like if I took they're like oh how could you how could you have felt that way but when you are in it right like I I, I mentioned this last episode and the episode before I thought that the only future I would have is if I found some girl, got her pregnant, and we lived in the projects. Okay? I really felt that way. Mm-hmm. Okay? The fact that I have an apartment, okay, that's not in the projects, to me, sometimes is amazing because I thought that's where I would end up. I see, that was my fallback plan. <laughs> it is, but it is, though, right? It is. <laughs> because you're just like, oh. And also, you're minority also, you know. Oh, yeah. But, you know, but... Super discriminated against. <laughs> I, do, I don't know how to react to that, because I don't know how you meant it. <laughs> I don't know how you meant this sarcastically. You're like, yeah, super discriminated against, like... Oh, when your humor's so dry. <laughs> oh, I love it. No. But listen, listen, I swear, mm. I swear I didn't know racism. Like, I knew it existed, but, like, on TV... Right. When I was younger, people were like, oh, we need more representation of people of color on TV. And I used to be like, why? Why do you need people of color on TV? Like, there's, like there are people of color on TV. There are black people all the time on TV. On BET. Right? <laughs> no, but like, no, that's not a joke, though. It's like, not right? that I got older. And I was like, you know what? It's... Like, the two that you had either people, like, perpetrating a stereotype, which, by the way, is also okay. But then you had the Huxtables, which are actually the worst. Because mm-hmm. black exceptionalism is like, hey, you can only make it a society and have a nice house if you like, you know, perpetrate these white stereotypes. Like if you're like, you're, oh, you're, you know, you're act like you're white, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's just through like, a white lens. <laughs> isn't everything? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I think it's so interesting because I find myself surrounded by Jewish people. I live in New York City, right? Okay? But most of them are irreligious. You know, it's just like They're secular Jews. Yes, because, I mean, it's New York City. Right. Okay, and I feel like I said something really wrong and racist there, because I just feel, I don't know, I feel huh? like, because I, I don't I, know. I haven't heard anything racist. That <laughs> could be very telling. <laughs> <laughs> that could be telling. But I don't know. But here's the thing, though. Right, I live in Brooklyn, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Hasidic Jews. Yeah. But I'm not friends with any of them, because they would not be friends with me. They're the Amish of the Jews. But here's a question. Are they racist? Oh, I mean, any everyone has their their racial reservations. You want to? You want me to? Okay, I I personally don't have enough information on the uh, goings on in the Hasidic communities. I thought all Jews were alike. So, oh no, well, sorry, I didn't put the pepper on that. I thought all Jews that's, were alike. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's some that's some cracked black pepper on that. <laughs> well, <laughs> little Tabasco, <laughs> little uh, little habanero on that one. <laughs> the Jews, I'm sorry, <laughs> the fucking Jews are amazing yeah. people. I love. I swear. I mean, we built the pyramids, right? <laughs> I heard that wasn't true. I don't know. Shh, that's the one thing we got going for us. That's oh. not true. We also have a lot of other things that are just kind of side projects. In Africa, uh huh. I'm not gonna say anything, but when me no, neither. <laughs> when, the, when the Jews aren't in the sun, they're kind of a pasty people. <laughs> so I just I can't imagine legions of oh I can't imagine mm-hmm. legions. <laughs> I can't you want you want to finish that thought <laughs> of well-intentioned usurers. Uh, <clears throat> Um, money lenders, maybe, or, or uh, because that's a thing. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I just, uh-huh. you know, you know, what? I take it back. The Jews are strong people physically, and they could build the two of them could build the pyramids. I, that's there you I, go. Yeah, I mean, fuck, we built the Luxor. So what more do you want from us? <laughs> and also all of Hollywood. Yeah. Now <laughs> see, but I have a Jewish friend, so I can say that. Hold on. <laughs> hold Wait, on. Hold can on. I say it? <laughs> yes, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Can I say it? Hold on, hold on. I swear, I swear. 
I swear. Jeffrey Epstein is making all the Jews look bad right now. Okay? He's not the only one. <laughs> but I think... I, Six months ago, we had Weinstein, so You know, like, I, I, I swear. I swear. I sound like I'm pandering, but I love the Jews, okay? Like, one, oh. of, my, one of my closest friends when I was my youth, Ian Russo, he's a Jewish kid, right? You know? And, like, his parents had, like, a condo and a... Upper East Side, and right near right Central Park. So awesome. Such a great guy. And he's really funny. He's, he's a, if you guys, if you guys ever make it out to Flappers, I don't know where that is, but I know it's, it's in, in LA. Way. It's in LA. He's it's always, a beautiful club. Yeah. I have plenty yeah. of friends there. He goes there all the time. He does a lot of stand up. I don't always think he's the funniest, but like, he, he even does I like. I'm just going to throw him under the bus <laughs> on your No, no but I, I, <laughs> the reason I always thought he was pretty funny. But, you know, he's not, like, the funniest. And he does, like, uh, he does uh, Sweetwater Los Angeles, which is a podcast. You know, I support him. Okay? I have a thing. Like, I love the Jews. I swear to... I, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I was, was going to refer to Judaism. Why? A woman. But that's not the okay. point. <laughs> is that I've always found it very interesting. And, like, I get it. Like, you know, I read a lot, I've read a lot of books. And I find it to be very, very interesting. And actually even humbling to even imagine the struggles of the modern Jewish person. Where? Well. <laughs> That's the big question. The thing is, is that... Jews are defined by their diaspora. So when you say the plight of the modern Jewish person, ge- uh, geography is... That is definitely... That is what it is. That, I'm about to say, because like, you think about the African-American diaspora, you, you're right. You're, you're completely right about that. Because here in America, it's a little interesting because in high positions, you have a lot of Jewish people mm-hmm. who have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. But there are also lots of Jewish people who don't have power. Oh, yeah. And there are lots of very poor Jewish people in, in our country, you know. But I think that... I mean... They... When, when you go to the West Coast, yeah. though, I just think you run into lots of well-educated, maybe very nice, not child-molesting Jewish people in positions of power. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Is this built into, like, a, a question, or is this just a, it's just a just statement, a, uh, so statement? That, so that the people who listen to this don't think that I'm anti-Semitic, because I'm not. Okay. I love the Jews. Well, so, th- why are you saying statements, then? You can't... <laughs> Because I don't want people to think I'm anti-Semitic. Exactly. You have to ask que- You have to put it on me now uh, to answer these uh, questions. Why are the Jews of, so amazing? Why are the Jews so Because am- we eat our Wheaties every day. <laughs> why um, are they so talented? And when we f- don't have our Wheaties, we get our frosted mini-wheats. Because they're packed full of fiber and they keep us nice and regular. Why do they... Ooh, he's like... Why do they... I'm oh. getting paid for this, right? <laughs> right. Why do... Why do... Why do, to my knowledge, my limited knowledge, so people don't think, of course, that I'm anti-Semitic. Just ignorant. Just ignorant. Because <laughs> I am. Why do that? I've never been a minority with another minority who's not a woman of color. Or a white woman. Because I've had a white... Okay. White women aren't minority. Let me take this back. Let me take a step back. I was on the podcast with a non-binary trans person who happens to be Caucasian. Mm-hmm. So they are also... A minority. Okay. Okay. So that's a whole, that, that was the thing. Okay. But as a Jewish person. <laughs> emphasis on the ish. Like real hard emphasis on the ish. I don't know. I feel like you have all the answers. You know what? I just feel like. Because I have enough outsider perspective to have studied us. But I also have enough insider perspective to actually have an interest. And I feel like this might be really <laughs> offensive, but I realize you, you gotta think about this. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Being Jewish is different than being black, right? Because the black experience... Wait, is it? <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> no one told me. The black experience is way different. Do you know why? Hold on, hold on. Because... Yes. Being black doesn't mean anything. It's just the color of your skin, right? Mm-hmm. However, being Jewish is very complex because you have... And people argue about cultural Jews versus, like, religious jewish people right right? you know so sometimes it's very complicated however if you're raised in a family raised in a family where anyone is jewish you are going to be exposed to jewish culture right right whereas if you're black just being black doesn't mean that you're going to be exposed to urban culture or or like you know it's more like you're just kind of 
relegated. Yeah, you just you just have a color of your skin. But being Jewish is very interesting because it's such a small group due to, I don't know, maybe mass genocide. But I'm just saying, just saying, you mass know. Mass genocide. Well, the genocide <laughs> isn't as impactful as I, lo- I think the diaspora is. Um, excuse me, I burped. This is beautiful. <laughs> Thumbs up. It's the 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 exile of Jews from from having a central point to then being everywhere and so we kind of have to accommodate to our like there's uh, this might be news to you but there's like three different kinds of Jews and then within that there's another three or four different sub subgroups so there's um, Ashkenazic there's Sephardic and then there's Mizrahic or Mizrahi. One of the, one of the pronouncing. I can't remember. <laughs> like Jewish, but not Jewish enough. Gotcha. Exactly. Well, so Ashkenazic are the ones who, when we were kicked out of out of Israel by the Babylonians, they fled to Eastern Europe and Russia, Ukraine, all those. That's that's my genetic background. It's got influence of Slavic, and that's where like the the typical Brooklyn. New York Jew is from, and then you have Sephardic, which fled to um, uh, uh, like Spain, Europe, and uh, Northern Africa, and they went more west. And so you also have a lot more infl- uh, Islamic influences in in their culture. Usually darker skin too. Um, it's just a different interpretation because they grew up in a different area. And then mm-hmm, the Mizrahic mm-hmm. are the ones who um, are more Middle Eastern. Um, so the, even within like the the Israelites, there's still drastic differences between it. So like when initially you said like, so what's the plight of the modern Jew? It's super geographically defined because mm-hmm. I can only talk for um, Ashkenazic Jews who are uh, very reform and to the point where I'm not even uh, religiously practicing like the only affiliation I have with Judaism is uh, family relation and mm-hmm. by uh, the law like Torah or what is it halal law I'm uh, my mother's Jewish and therefore I am, am mm-hmm. I, it's passed down through the matriarchal line. And so I, I really have a limited perspective on what it means to be Jewish. I know what it means to have Jewish family and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that mean? Uh, it means, uh, Half your family is really interested in something you give no shits about, but, like, they're super invested. Actually, I can't even say they're super invested, because I've only ever seen them, really, during religious events. And so, of course, they're going to be super invested during those times, Mm. but I don't know what their day-to-day is. I think it's something so interesting that, like, obviously, I'm not Jewish, but I think it's so interesting that, like, even being Ashkenazic Jew and there being different kinds of Jewish people there's still some kind of culture that's like you know like you know you know that like there's something there to look back at right you know mm-hmm. and one thing that I find one of the issues with being like a black person in America is that you look back at what people always ask me where are you from I don't know I don't know where I'm from you know I don't have any <laughs> cultural or, or religious ties to anything or any place right you know, there's nothing. There's zero. There's zilch. But I find Judaism to be so interesting because there is a peoples, right, who are all over the world, yes. But, like, everywhere they've gone, they've just been hated and <laughs> mutilated and absolutely destroyed. We're just really good at being scapegoats. And can I tell you something? Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to t- t- say that black people have is, – is different, but – the only reason black people exist more than Jewish people is that there just have always been so many more black people on the planet. Well, yeah, you know, Africa's fucking yeah. huge. There's so much significantly more black people, you know. Well, I wouldn't also discount the economic advantages of 
keeping a, a black population, at least in the new world. Like, Brazil is heavily populated by uh, black people because there was such, like, they, they outnumbered slave owners. So, I mean, clearly your population's gonna... So kill the Jews, enslave the blacks. Exactly. I mean, that... Uh, the, that's what happened. <laughs> that's kind of you know. I know you know what's funny. I think, summary of history. I think there's actually really interesting that I know a lot of people of color have like a huge like this weird thing between black people and Jewish people is like like a lot of head bumping and stuff sometimes, right? And I just realized why because like black people feel like a lot of Jewish people from my from what I've experienced from people around me, they feel like Jewish people have a whole different. Like people view them with more pity and more sympathy and stuff like that because the Holocaust is such a crazy event, right? And people of color are always like, well, you know, we've been slaves for hundreds of thousands of millions at the beginning of time. I'm black, and I sound like I'm making fun of it, but I'm not. But that's, you know, that's how it sounds to other people, right? Mm-hmm. But I realize it's just so different. You know, it's really different. It's drastically you know, different experiences. Because you have people who are like, you're enslaved, and you're trash, and we're going to kill you. But you're both trash, actually, and they'll kill you both. But it's just more of you, so we're gonna take you. And also, black people are uh, like, but the skin, and it's not because they're physically stronger, but the skin, the dark skin, able to be in the sun and stuff like that. It, that and like Jews can pass. Yes, we and, can pass as white, and Jews can, and that's also which can, which uh, contributes to the elimination of Jewish people because they just. The minute stuff comes down hard, the people who I'm not gonna say smart enough, but the ones who have that thought, they just pass. Mm-hmm. You know, until 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 extension, you just pass, and you have your kids, and your kids you pass, just and you pass. just and you just pass until your entire bloodline is just like not surviving. Yeah, you know. Oh, and that's also why so many, uh, like very orthodox or, or just more religiously focused. Jewish families um, look to try to keep it within the bloodline, which that's a that's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> or keep it within the tribe, not within the bloodline. That's it's a can, it's a can of autism. That's a. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's too a, real. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a can of vaccines. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, it's uh, no. There's like a, a definite focus to try to maintain Jewish culture through procreating with other Jews and uh I think well there's there's a whole other like we said <laughs> genetic can of worms to open there um but so much of it is the the fear that we'll kind of like lose that culture but honestly it's it's such a dynamic culture already you know mm-hmm. like even american jews are drastically different than english jews like we we've managed to spread out as as a as a group of people and just kind of assimilate that's one thing that 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 ethnic group and also i want to throw this out there when it comes to the question of whether or not judaism is a culture or or religion or an ethnicity or all that it's never usually uh the the jews determining it oh i mean there's there's the exception in modern israel but for the most part it's usually the oppressing party that's trying to figure out how to classify us um i want to break it down to just it's a tribe it's so (sighs) interesting you know so the thing is now I'm not trying to, your thing is not, because I don't think, in all jokes aside, like, I don't feel like, I'm, I don't want to pigeonhole you as, like, being, like, the Jew. Nah. You know? But <laughs> again, thing, I've emphasized. But this is definitely a thing that, like, I have a, a vision of, a perspective of, mm. that is limited, even though I've been surrounded by Jewish people for a very long time, that you have a different perspective on. And the one thing that, actually, I've been empathizing with and feeling uh, kind of distressed about is that I feel that as a culture, society, ethnicity, or whatever, because I, being a minority, I have no say over it. It's a tribe. <laughs> the, the, whatever. It's a tribe the, called Jews. <laughs> <laughs> They're on a quest. Um, <laughs> they uh, are going to be eliminated 
that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna be van- they're gonna vanish. I think just due to one thing, and it's because of the pale skin and being like being able to pass right Mm -hmm. and living in a society with people who look like them and when they get out of their religious circles that it's just kind of easy to find people who don't look like you who don't really like share you because like here's the thing and this is gonna sound crazy but like here's the thing if you're black right you can meet millions of people who don't share your views but don't look like you right it doesn't matter and I don't think that the dark skin is ever going to fade away because what's going to happen is that if you're out there and you're dating and stuff like that or whatever, and you want to find people who identify with you, who have like a struggle as you, but the struggle of the modern Jew, when it comes like, is weird because people in America will look at you. Well, you can't also discount how popular incest porn is of so, course like, <laughs> there's always gonna but you know what be. happens like people look at if people look at you they don't do the, like the thing about being dark-skinned period is they look at you with like if they, if they have a negative view of you mm-hmm. because you're dark-skinned that's it but they hate you because you're a jew they might it's very possible that you can just pass oh yeah as a jew and all you have to do is not be religious and Religion is kind of like on its it's it's doing its thing in the modern era. It depends on who you ask. That's it. That's a big variable on what it takes to pass, though. That's the that's the big question: is how what well, one who determines what's passing. Well, what is well, what what is, what is passing? In my opinion, I think passing the minimum of passing is what don't be a Hasidic Jew. That's it, right? But the minute that you do that, right, and you're not like like super like all in the Torah and stuff like that or whatever. Mm. And if you're not uh you know, you're not going to a synagogue every week, right? What happens is is that your faith starts to get watered down by generations. You know? And because because okay. being a Jew, in my opinion, from what I see, not anybody can just be like, I'm a Jew. Right, people don't just wake up and be like, "I'm a Jew." People wake up and they go, "I'm Christian," right? You know, people, yeah, born you know, again. Yeah. yeah, but people don't just wake up and go, "Oh, I'm Jewish," right? So what? Ha- We're well, so a little what, bit more exclusive than that. <laughs> so, but that exclusivity is dangerous to the continuing of Jewish people, right? Because, and that's why I define it as a tribe it is, more it than is anything, because it's not like you're not uninvited but you definitely have to prove your your worth being part of like it's it's it goes beyond uh physical features it goes beyond religious boundaries it goes beyond just the way you live there's there's a a mentality and then just like having the affiliation um so what so what does the future of like jewish people look like in a secular world like, like the world gets more and more secular. Mm-hmm. Then what does the world look like for Jewish people? It's the uh, what'd be the best? Okay, here's a good answer. <laughs> I hit you to well. No. I hit you with the question. No, that's a good question, and here's a damn good answer. Because, well, a lot of Jewish principle is based off of recording, remembering, and and keeping certain traditions alive. It's very like all religions, it's very rooted in traditionalism, but a lot of the um, traditions that we have, though they venerate God, Yahweh, and whatever whatever the fuck you want to call him, um, the goal isn't to to supplicate to the Almighty. It's it's more of like a Thanksgiving. Is, oh. is what it comes down to. Uh, and not in like the, the you know, um, terrible atrocities that happen. During <laughs> the, not in that sense, but it's like a communal coming together. Uh, it's like what every religion is based at its, at its heart. And you have certain, you know, sometimes they're stupid, sometimes they're fun little traditions. And they're just, they're basically inside jokes. As on it, like Passover is just a series of well, they're not jokes, but they're they're inside little traditions. You know, they're not structured in a joke, but they're inside jokes. 
Like we we eat this bitter herb to remember da 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 da. Well, no one who's outside would be like, oh, this thing symbolizes this. But because we all have that inside knowledge, that's regardless if we think God was the one who brought us out of Egypt, it's, you know, we got that inside joke between us. I think that's uh, honestly, it's such a good way of explaining it because you think about it, especially the more secular things become, I kind of realize that people are less about God, God, this and God, that, but people are all about their religions, you know. It's about traditionalism. People still do a lot of Christmas. doesn't mm-hmm. matter why you do Christmas. People just want to do Christmas. People just like to perform these rituals and to participate in something that feel like something, you know. And the memory is very important, like you said, mm-hmm. because it's not just the memory of, like, you know, yesterday, but of times gone, of people lost, of, of ideals, especially with great atrocities, it's extremely uh, important. This yeah. history is extremely important. And I know, I feel like I feel like a little medical I was just kind of joking around a little, but <laughs> I feel like, you know, especially like the history of the Jewish people is so rich, you know, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to be honest, I'm a little scared because the thing is, I don't want it to go away. I don't want it to vanish. I don't want it to. It's just... never gonna. We, we've been through too much shit. It's like SNL at this point. <laughs> like, no matter how many shitty seasons we've had, eventually you learn to love the cast, and then as soon as you do, there's another setback. Who's and they the, bring... But who's the Kenan Thompson of the Jewish... Solomon Rushdie. Solomon Rushdie, really? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. As- asked an answer. <laughs> All right. Now... So I have a question. Have you be, are you going to be doing any like stand up in the city anytime soon? Um, this Monday. Uh, this Monday, the this, July. Today's the eighteenth. <laughs> you need to be on this. Today's Friday the nineteenth. Uh, today's Friday the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Ah, um, Saturday twenty twenty second. So this Monday the twenty second. I uh, should be going to a couple open mics. Um, one at Pioneer Bar on uh, 29th and between 7th and 8th Avenue in Manhattan. Um, that one's at 2 p.m. I should be uh, saying some jokes and hopefully... You know, Are they going to be funny? Oh, f- hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> These jokes are going to make you go, oh, what's the punchline going to be? And then when the punchline hits, you're going to be like, I should have seen that. I was actually thinking more along the lines of where is the punchline? There is a punchline. It just makes you upset that you listen to the entire buildup of the joke. And then later that evening, I'll be at uh, Grizzly Pear at 5 p.m. Um, that's in uh, Greenwich Village. Um don't know the cross you. no, you're not used to playing yourself no i don't i don't yeah do you like do you like doing comedy i uh, i really like doing comedy um i just haven't found my groove in in new york yet that's kind of so it's been a little bit like pulling teeth you know or petting a shark backwards you ever go to one of those touch tanks what i actually have but i didn't touch it because i felt bad for the sharks that makes sense. I, thought, I mean, they're kind of stuck there. They are. Just getting touched all the, the time. It's mostly kids poking them and oh, stuff. Don't you know you're supposed to use the two fingers and brush alongside yeah, the spine? Yeah, but it's kids, though. Fucking kids. Well, you know what? See, I'm, I can't even. Go, <laughs> anyway. What you, talk your shit about anyway, kids. <laughs> what I was going to say was that I want to thank you for coming here and participating in this madness. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, and getting Steven. also into some, you know, into some serious shit. But, you know, I feel like I sound anti-Semitic. I swear <laughs> I love Jewish people. I swear. You know, I swear. I'm so scared of getting canceled. I don't uh, talk, wanna... talk to it. Talk to a Hasidic Jew next time. I dare you. Next time you see one. I it... would. But the thing is, is that, like, when you're, like, the thing is about having, being secular is that you can't really have a conversation with someone when you think that they're crazy. And I don't mean crazy, but I mean that you believe in something that's not real. Which, and by the way, I, I just thought, realized I believe in the that force, there are people so who like, listen to this. Uh huh. And I'm not joking that there are people who listen to this who I love very dearly. Yeah. There's at least two people that I listen to who I wish I could name, but I don't want to because I feel like it'd be kind of rude. 
who I really, really, really care about. Mm -hmm. Okay. And one is an amazing, amazing person on the West Coast. And one is a person here. And I love them so much. They're so amazing. And when I meet people, I love them. And I care about them so much. And I feel so bad. I feel so bad that I don't believe what they believe. You know, and I don't want to call what people believe nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to disrespect people that I care about who are also very kind. Like, was I so kind to you? You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard. Let, let me try to mitigate some of this angst for you. Let me, let, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question, and this might, might help I you. answer wrong? <laughs> it does, you can't answer wrong. What do you think's better? Star Wars 1 through 3? <laughs> or four through six. I mean, obviously one, one through three. However, <laughs> hold oh, on. Shit. No, I'm kidding. Come on, well, come on, Whoa, come wow. on. Four to six is is obviously better, but mm-hmm. I love one. Now, one is fun mainly because young Anakin in the pod racer, awesome, great scene. Two, long and a little drawn out, not very good movie. Three heavy on action, actually pretty good. The, the choreography for the yeah. fight scenes. Yeah, but it's just something about two that just kind of drags the trilogy down. Mm, okay. Okay. No, I I understand. Yeah. I understand. Seven and eight so far have been good in my opinion. Okay. I saw seven twice. So you've stuck with the original trilogy, the prequels, and you're still on board with the... Yeah. With the seven and eight. Yeah, I don't have to love everything. It just, you know. Have you considered Islam? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> you see what I'm getting at? No, I don't. <laughs> well, okay. Jews being the purest that we are, we believe that Luke is the chosen one. We still yeah. haven't found our Luke Skywalker yet. You know the New Testament. That's the prequels. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it now. I'm getting. I'm starting to get it. Yeah, they knew Anakin. He was the chosen one. All he was the one who threw Darth Sidious off the edge. He was clearly the chosen all along. And now we're just living in a post messianic era. All right. All that right. we have to now try to try to rebuild and be as best as we can. Now, granted, I don't know too much about the Quran and. Islam, but I'd like to think they follow in the same trend as you as you build on to the trilogy. Some people kind of taper off. They're like, ah, I don't know about this whole Mah- new Muhammad, prophet, Muhammad you know. burning down Mecca and raising it in his own exactly. Image type like, thing. is he really trying to follow in his grandfather's footsteps, or is he yeah. trying to be his own Sith Lord? Like, right. what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What are we doing here? Muhammad is Kylo Ren. I feel it. Okay. Uh, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you don't always have to agree with people who are, like, diehard prequel fans or diehard original saga fans. I kind of ruined it for you, though, because I'm, I'm so nice. I'm just okay with all of You're them. Okay, well, okay, What? how do you feel about Rogue One and Solo? Um, Rogue One, good solo. Mm. The thing is, is that so you're about halfway on the gospel. Here's, here's the thing, though, is that what Rogue One did. Just, I know it's a crazy tangent, right? But Rogue One did a lot of interesting things. The weaknesses why Rogue One is is that there are no stakes in the movie because you know how it ends. That's true. That it completely ruins a movie if you think about it like that. However, when I go into a movie, I approach a movie and I'm trying to be entertained if i'm thinking about the story and the building of the story rogue one is a little weak because if you know how it ends then you can't be invested in the characters because they have to die okay and solo was fun says that i would almost make the argument that that would make it make you more invested in the characters because each moment you're like when are they gonna die but you but you is this the moment but the movie are they gonna die right but the movie is two hours and 20 minutes long and you and and the people and aren't the, I'm not gonna lie though I feel like it was written very well so uh-huh. at the end it's like a little bit of a struggle and you're not sure and it's like maybe they just maybe they do live after all but you just don't know about them because in the in the prequels I don't know after the they you know? they give you that small <laughs> little ounce of hope they do 
Solo, on the other hand, did the terrible thing where like they just have to explain why his nickname and blah 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 and 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 it was and all par- referential. But it not But it was still enjoyable, you know. But you know, what? I feel the same way about religion. It was a fun I love, romp through the I Star Wars universe. Yo, I love church. Do you know how much I love church? I used to love church so much. I've had no bad church experiences except for that one time that somebody accused me of touching a child. Which, by the way, wait, <laughs> I've, I've had no bad church experiences except for that except time for I got accused for doing literally the worst thing the church is known however, for. However, I eventually it was obviously that that didn't happen. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, the kid is like four years old and they misunderstood him. But other than that weird freaking moment, I had nothing but great experiences in the church. The people were nice. The experiences were nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it was awesome. You know, so like, I don't really have negative things to or viewpoints about the church. Well, you yeah, know? Star Wars is great as long as you've never seen Star Trek. I love Star. I'm such a. <laughs> this is not a joke, though. I'm such a Trekkie. This is not a. I'm such a Trekkie because my mother. Don't you love how in depth this analogy is right. going? It is. So, you know, and uh, John Luke Picard is Moses. Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't understand. He might be Buddha. You know? uh, and uh, Catherine, Catherine, he's a whole he outside of Abrahamic tradition, right? Yeah, That's... totally. And Janeway is like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about Catherine Janeway and and, and Captain is, is Kirk not Odin? I'm pretty maybe. sure <laughs> I can see that in uh in Captain Archer. You know, there you go. I don't know what's going on. There we, it's there's right. a whole other. And then, of course, you got the Kelvin timeline with the other. Okay, all right. Does that anyway. make Khan an ice giant? All right. <laughs> I love everyone, and I just feel really bad because I don't feel the same way people do. And it makes me feel terrible, okay? You like, should feel special. I wish I was everything. I Shh. wish that I could love all the Jews, and I, I pre- understood them. And I wish that I was Christian sometimes so that I could love the people. Because the people are awesome. But I just think it's not a kind of nonsense. And I don't mean to feel that way, but I'm sorry. Well, that's the beautiful thing about cultural appropriation is you can just take and choose whatever parts I'm you black. want. I'm black. I can't appropriate culture. Oh, no. That means you're immune from being accused of appropriating culture. Oh, but I can culture. do it. But you can do it as much. Oh. Just call it sampling. I feel better now. <laughs> I feel better. Well, just, oh, no. This is just a sample of Judaism. Don't you like how it links up with this beat? <laughs> I've been digging this. Now, I have to say that... I know that this has not been probably the most well organized of my podcast. Or politically correct. Or politically correct. <laughs> but I love everyone. And it's all about growth and understanding. And I want to thank you, yes, you, for joining me on doing this. I seriously, I, well, I very enjoyed it. But you know, I really don't get a chance to bounce ideas off of and learn. And I learned a lot today. And learning is about what we do. Learning is why we exist. Because no matter how much we struggle, no matter what the pain is, no matter how much we fuck up, it's about learning and growing and understanding. So, I want to thank you and all my Christian and Jewish and Star Wars and Star Trek people for joining me in this. (laughs) Now, I'm going to walk you through the end of this, okay? Because you never did this before, okay? So first, I, not. I don't know if you know this, okay? But I'm all up on Instagram, Art of Giving Up, mm-hmm. all right? On Twitter, D-A Art of Giving Up, because Art of Giving Up was taken. So it's the Art of Giving Up, D-A Art of Giving Up. Gotcha. On Facebook, it's the Art of Giving Up. Come on! You got to keep the brand solid, okay? You got to keep you it know? consistent. It's Art of Giving Up Podcast on gmail.com. It's everything, okay? And if you want to be part of a conversation, that's what you do. Okay, do you have the Instagram? What you wanna you wanna put that? Yeah, um so you can follow me on Instagram at C underscore underscore honey. Um, <laughs> Steven just knows how much I love honey. Yes, I, <laughs> I kinda I kinda get that. Um you can catch me at uh Pioneer Bar two PM's Mondays, uh Grizzly Pear five PM's uh Mondays as well. I'm gonna be making my way to the creek in the cave in the near future. Um so uh, catch me. Check me out at Chandler Phillips at Facebook.com. <laughs> and I just learned your last name. There you go. <laughs> now listen, this is what I want to do. Okay, so at the end of everything, I always try to get people to say the word peace with me. Okay, because that's literally the whole point. Because we're all really trying to make a habit of wellness. Okay, 
because happiness is a habit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and we're all striving towards. We're all driving towards. We're all pushing and fighting towards one and one thing only. You know what that is? What's that? It's peace. 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 That's it. I'm